0: Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on March 20th, Lord's Day service. Our exhortation this morning comes from Psalm 51, and I'm going to just read the entire psalm. It's fairly short. This is the word of the Lord. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought up, brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all of my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation. And my tongue will sing aloud your righteousness. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. So this psalm, Psalm 51, is about worship. Um, Most of the passage talks about sin and talks about repentance, but it culminates in that final verse with God delighting in burnt offerings and bowls being offered on his altar. It's a pattern. First conviction, repentance, cleansing, followed by praise, and offering him a pleasing sacrifice. We follow this pattern here in our worship service by starting here, with confession at the beginning. When we come to the time later in the service where we offer our tithes and offerings, and then at the end when we lift our hands to the Lord, we want the offerings to come from a broken and contrite heart. And we want to lift clean hands of worshipers who have been washed by the water of the word of God. This pattern for worship doesn't stop with worship. God has designed worship to be a pattern that shapes our entire lives. What we do every day outside of church is supposed to look like what we do here today. We need to be cleansed by God's word regularly so that the work that we set about in our daily lives can be offered to God as a pleasing sacrifice. So, the verse I want to focus on this morning from that whole passage is verses 16 and 17. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it, you will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. A common ditch that Christians fall into when we hear this verse is we read that the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, and we think, great, our actions don't really matter so long as we love God in our hearts. But remember what Jesus taught us, that anyone who looks on a woman with lust to lust after her commits adultery, and anyone who who hates his brother has committed murder. Jesus wasn't teaching that our actual actions don't matter. He was teaching where those sins originate, in our hearts. Adultery starts in the heart. So confessing our sin and even refraining from sin doesn't necessarily address the fundamental issue, the problem that's in our hearts. Yes, obviously it's good not to commit adultery or to murder, but Jesus wants us to be equally concerned with the lust and the hatred that's in our own hearts. Because those external sins flow out of the internal wickedness in our own hearts. And the sacrifices um, in, in the Old Testament pointed to this as well. The way God commanded Old Testament believers to worship him was to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings to him on an altar. But as Matt Carpenter has taught us as we've gone through Leviticus, the inward parts must also be washed. The priest washed the entrails before placing them on the altar. God wanted an animal without spot or blemish externally, but he also cared that there was cleanliness on the inward parts. So the verse here, these verses here in Psalm 51 teach us how this pattern of worship is to affect uh, and, and, and be a pattern for our lives. Again, I'll read it. For you will not delight in sacrifices or I will give it. You will not be pleased with the burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. So God has always been interested in the condition of his worshippers' hearts. This isn't just a New Testament thing. Right worship of Yahweh has always been a heart religion. So when Paul tells us in Romans to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship, he's pointing back to the Old Testament worship and saying, this is what it's always been about. God wants a pure and holy sacrifice that is clean from the inside out. And so here's the question I'd like to leave you with. When the living sacrifice of your life is daily placed on the altar, as Paul commands us to in in Romans 12, and it goes up in smoke to God, what does it smell like? All of us here can see what your life looks like from the outside. But when your life goes up in smoke as a whole burnt offering to the Lord, both the inside and the both the outside and the inward parts are burned up. And what does that smell like? Have your inward parts been cleansed or are you full of rottenness and death on the inside? Is it a stench in God's nose because your inward parts are full of lust, full of envy, anger, pettiness, and jealousy? The good news is that Jesus has made it possible for you to become an acceptable living sacrifice to God but if you're trying to skip to the part where you just do good deeds and please God without first becoming broken and contrite over your sin before the Lord, then he will take no delight in your sacrifice. He will not be pleased with your burnt offerings. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. That is the victory has won, the victory has